0: In a world where geek is now chic, what was once deemed nerdy or geeky has become fashionable. What used to be odd and
1: different is now part of mainstream culture.
2: The way we consume our entertainment has changed with the advent of new and meaningful technology.
0: Comic books are no longer stories just for kids. They've become all-age entertainment with mature subject matter, rivaling the depth of the very best novelists. They've become a driving force behind a large portion of American entertainment.
1: Costuming has gone from being a small but loyal subculture to a highly visible art form thanks to science fiction and comic book conventions that celebrate cosplay and fandom.
2: Thanks to Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Star Trek, and many others, the movie landscape has changed forever. Through Doctor Who, Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead, and more, once genre shows are now mainstream rating giants.
0: We are a podcast that looks at the comic book culture.
2: We are a podcast that talks about the cosplay community. We are a podcast that can't help but dissect the movies and shows we watch.
0: We are. We are. We are. the
2: The
3: Galaxy
0: Cast.
1: galaxy cast fans we are back and i am here with the full studio tonight I have with me eric the artist good evening everyone i am here with tara the inquisitor wonder woman and i am here with gary the stud cool beans i'm <laughs> chrisman your host i'm bringing it back i tell you <laughs> cool beans is seen, coming back i've seen style. many
0: people saying it since i put that up so if you
1: haven't seen eric made a post on facebook that he's bringing back the term cool beans yep Right. And and we're we're yeah. I I said, wait, we're cool,
4: the term "cool beans" yeah, like, died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: apparently in the you know mid nineties or so. Or probably. Well, I late, mean, Andrew says
4: it all the time, so I wouldn't cool know. Beans.
1: So we're gonna try to bring back a term. I think every once in a while in this, this episode. So I like that. Cool beans. Cool beans. Maybe that's the title of our episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> we have several things we want to talk about with this show tonight. As we talk <laughs> with you guys, uh, we're gonna talk about the loss. <laughs> Of John Williams. And no, he did not die before. Anybody yeah, I the the just about to yeah. say, the way you're wording that. <laughs> uh, I did that on purpose because I, <laughs> I want to grab people's attention, but also because we're going to talk about John Williams not being involved with a Star Wars project, which is going to happen in the near future. We're going to talk about John Favreau's new job. That's right, people. We're going to talk about his new job. And then we're going to talk about, did Disney reap what they sow? Is it possible they stole? And, of course, we can't help but talk about it because we've now officially all seen it. The Black Panther. Okay, so let's talk about John Williams. He has decided that after Star Wars Episode Nine, that's it. No more writing music for Star Wars films. Now I'm I'm assuming this is just Star Wars, right? I mean, like, I mean, he, I can't see saying, him retiring at at right. this point. I, I don't know. I
0: the way it's all worded is he talks about the nine movies being like a complete arc for him and right he's good which i basically this is his way of addressing that he's not going to be being involved with this new trilogy we've heard about and right, or the, by Johnson the and tv all that. series going forward it's he's gonna finish with the movies
1: right and I, I think i think that's a strategic move on his part number one and number two i don't see him retiring <laughs> i just don't the guy's 86 years old though think about that he's 86 and he's still out there earning grammys i mean like I'm pretty sure you got a Grammy for Last Jedi, the recent one, I believe. I'd have to check. I'd have to look at it again, but I'm pretty sure he did. So think about that. 86 years old. I, I tell my kids in school all the time because I, I list John Williams as one of my ultimate idols. They always see like, things we talk about in my classroom. And he always asks me you know, like, why. I'm like, when I'm 86, I will be so happy if I'm not in a nursing home. Like, I can't imagine winning Grammys and producing music and conducting and doing all this stuff that he's doing at 86 years old. That's phenomenal. Uh, but to me, it also proves that music is an eternal art. You know what I mean? It, it can go on and on and on because you don't have to be in perfect physical shape. If you if you can think and you can feel, music can come out of you. And that's mm-hmm. that's me. That's so cool about that this art form. So you know, it, it, does it make me sad? Yeah, it does a little bit. To be honest with you, I'm worried about how does Star Wars move forward. But I also sit here and I say. It's gonna be really hard for anybody to compose anything from this point forward Star Wars wise without being heavily in you know, influenced by John Williams. I mean I'll even go one step further. I think there's a lot of composers right now that really could say there's they wouldn't be where they are if they weren't heavily influenced by John Williams himself. Yeah. And the reality is nobody will be able to reinvent the idea of introducing the leitmotif into a movie theater ever again. I mean, he he did it. He's the guy who created it. Every character's got a theme. Every theme has a point. Every point moves a story line along, which helps in the music. And that's amazing to think that John Williams had a part in that. that mm-hmm. To I me, mean, that's just so cool.
0: So that means that in the near future, we're going to get brand new characters introduced. With different with themes. With themes that will be introduced that will not be composed by him. And right. how much will it suffer? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I think it all depends on who they pick. You yeah. know, yeah. the first character that comes out to the strum of a rock guitar, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. No, that's not. That's not I just work.
1: don't think. I don't think they'll do that. I think they're gonna. You know, if I know Disney the way I know Disney, they're probably gonna. They're probably gonna pick somebody like Howard Shore. You know, what I mean, Danny Elfman, maybe somebody that would be on deck yeah, that they could tap on. I think
0: Elfman's a bit too. Uh, He's stylized. a little too stylized for me. But how about Hans Zimmer?
1: Zimmer could be somebody they could He's, have. He does on. that
0: kind of epic.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: um, I believe he
1: did all the Pirates of the Caribbean. He did. The, movies, right? He did. Some, he did Superman too. The new Superman. didn't That's he? right. He did. Yeah, yeah. So I could. I could see. You know, there's a couple guys in the wings. I mean, nobody to me that like jumps out as like John Williams worthy. But then again, John Williams didn't jump out as John Williams worthy until he was forced into that right. situation. Uh, part of me also says be, oh, maybe it'd be good to have a young orchestral type orchestrator to come in and maybe breathe new life into it. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah? Yeah. I'm not talking like you said. Like I don't want rock guitars and stuff, but why not have a young kid come in and reorchestrate some Star Wars music and maybe breathe <laughs> some new life into old themes and, and just reintroduce them in a different way. You know? Yeah. It would almost be kind of cool <laughs> I've always said it would be really cool to counterpoint Star Wars. I don't know if you guys know what counterpoint is, but it's where you take something and you play it forwards and then you play it backwards. So like take the Star Wars theme and have it in there forwards and then play it backwards and then layer them on top of each other. So I always thought it would be kind of cool to do that. And then, and then, see, and then you hear
0: subliminal messages.
1: What, right, to see what, that, see what that does to the music. I mean, it would, it would be kind of interesting to see how that would work. And that's an old Bach technique that I don't think's ever been applied to movie music, which would mm. be kind of an interesting thing. It would be. Maybe you could hire me. Disney, what do you think? I'd love to retire from teaching. <laughs> do some composition you know will it be a sad day I, I think it will be
0: but we do have episode nine for him to go out we on. do have
1: episode nine for him to go out on let's just hope the storyline can uh can hold up to the music that john williams is going to put out there i'm more concerned that jj is directing so so you know i have enjoyed john williams's music he is the reason i'm into star wars quite honestly it's the music of star wars that always drew me to the movies so for john williams to say i'm going to step away uh it's going to hurt a little bit. I'll get over it, but it's going to hurt a little bit. Okay, next we're going to talk about the new announcement that just came out like 2 days ago. Uh, this is a major announcement on starwars.com that John Favreau, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, I always Fav- Favreau. Favreau. Sorry, John Favreau. Sorry, John. <laughs> John Favreau is going to executive produce and write the live action Star Wars TV show, which we still do not have a date for yet.
0: So uh, this should be exciting for a lot of people because he's the man mm-hmm. who created the template for, for the, the Marvel, Marvel universe. Cinematic Universe. Right. I mean, he did Iron Man One. He was the person who laid down the tone, the feel, the approach. Well, he was even the-, the look. He came up with a lot that they have followed along. Now, granted, they've grown ex- exponentially from that point. Right. But they still use him a lot. I think he's been he, behind the scenes. Yes, he gets called
1: in quite a bit as a um, as a person of interest, as they often call it. At Consultation. First, cons, cons, consultations, mm-hmm. mostly to see what do you think of this from like this fan point of view. They usually right. consult him from like the fan side of things, like how do you feel about this stuff. Uh, what I find interesting about Favreau was he was the one that insisted that Marvel needed to do something to interconnect the movies. Mm-hmm. And so to pick him to head up the TV series gives me a little bit of hope because maybe Disney's finally getting that maybe they are disconnecting the movies from each other and all this stuff suddenly isn't lining up. And maybe they need to go to an expert who could say, all right, yeah, it's it's out there right now, but I could take some of this and I could help you line it up through a TV show and that, or something. that, quite
0: frankly, is the reason why I'm happy with the choice of him because he is that kind of forward-thinking, connecting connect the dots type person Correct. and he's a fan.
1: And I think he might be able to help us connect the stuff we don't know with the current films. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I really have hope that maybe that's part of the, the thought process behind the live action series. I well, guess the big question is when's it going to take place in the timeline of the star Wars universe, yeah. you know? And that's,
0: and one of the things that, that gets to me is, uh, Oh, someone's going to just start writing this now.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. Right. They
0: haven't been working on this for a long period of time up to this. I thought they had stuff in the works.
1: Well, I think they do, and I think they maybe are, weren't sure what they wanted to do with everything they were doing. So I think ultimately they brought Favreau in to look at it and say, hey, what do you think? And Favreau might have gone back to them and said, um, why don't you let me do some of this for a little bit because it's not working the way you got it. I'm wondering if they realized it's, it's not going to be hot. So here's the interesting thing. All of this is going to come out on the Disney app. The, they're going to the, streaming, the, the, the service. streaming service.
4: Do
1: you guys think that's a? I mean, I mean I'm still out there, kind of going. This this is kind of an all or nothing premise by Disney. Either either this app is going to be amazing and everybody's going to want it, or <laughs> it's going to flop. Well, I mean, like here's this the is thing. A, so you you're got, putting all
0: your eggs in one basket. You've here. got like CBS doing their all access right. streaming, whatever, but they've got a, a network to back it up, right? Disney, if you're going to have a property. To mm-hmm. launch a streaming service that people want to sign up for. Yeah. You can't do much better than Star Wars. Right. Than a unique original Star Wars property you can't get anywhere else. The live action series people have been waiting for for forever. If it's done with quality, it's definitely a, a, a network maker. Right. You know, it's the it's the big thing. And I think... I think that it's worth the risk to them with that with the with a property of that magnitude. I think they can do it.
1: I, I think the real catch would be, uh, and this is where my head brain heads. If Disney's going to do this, which okay, throw all your eggs in one basket, but then you don't need Disney, Disney XD, ABC. I think the, all these I think, other affiliates that they've I think got those will probably go. And I, I think, think they're going to have to give them up. I think they're going to have to give them up to somebody else in order to focus on whatever this they thing is. They have contracts.
0: Those that. contracts will come to an expiration point at some point, yeah. and they will slowly bring back into the fold all of their properties under, under one their, network their Disney network,
1: you think? Yeah, I could totally see that <laughs> happening. Do you think that's a good idea? I mean, like, Disney do, moving towards this? I mean, pushing people to do this?
2: I don't think so. <laughs> Why not do Gary? If they're going to just bacon in Star Wars, they better have a good storyline that everybody likes. Right. Not just the new generation. Everybody's got to like
1: it. And and the other thing I worry about with Star Wars, and I know there's a lot of Star Wars fans out there, but to be honest with you, there's a lot of non-Star Wars fans out there, too. I mean, there are people that don't watch Star Wars. And so my question is, is there enough of an audience to prop up a network, I guess, is the best? Because well, that's what yeah, you generally They're not here. just
0: propping it up because they are going to get all the Marvel movies. True, true. They're going to get... Maybe the Marvel. I mean, we don't know the final result of right. the Marvel TV shows, right. or the you know any new TV shows they're going to launch in the Marvel universe. Yeah, you know, they're, they're not going to yeah. go through Netflix or anything anymore. It's going to go through them. They owning their entire Disney library, Marvel and Lucasfilm. They have. They are content kings. See, to me, that's the thing that could put it over the top. If they decide to put every
1: Disney movie they've ever created, so like. They will. If Finding Dory and (laughs) Finding Nemo and uh, Monsters Inc., and like when you put all these Disney movies together, even things like Beauty and the Beast, Snow White, whatever, go on that network as well as this, then yeah, they could prop up their own network and then some because this thing could be huge. Just for that alone. I just hoping that they're not trying to throw their eggs in one basket and hope that the Star Wars thing is the thing that compels I, I have but a I feeling just, there's quite a bit going I'm on. I'm sure the there's scenes. more than than what they're telling us about yeah. what's going on.
0: But here. going back to Favreau, he at least gives me some hope for the quality level. Absolutely. You were gonna say something.
4: Okay, so I don't think that it's enough because they're in my opinion, they're really trying to bank on replicating Netflix. And when you get Netflix, you get so many more shows than just, like, a comedy, a drama, and all that. And you get movies and all. Like, you get a whole bunch of cultural things on Netflix that you wouldn't get with the Disney.
1: So I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. Like, Disney wouldn't have variety that maybe no. something like Netflix or <laughs> Hulu could potentially. Yes. <laughs> I could see that being a problem for them in the future that they're going to need to address. Yeah. But think variety. of
0: all of their, I mean, they have their own networks. True. Disney XD and all these things, all those shows can roll over eventually onto their network, well, that's what I'm all saying. that like, stuff will be stuff you know, they could play. Th- think about
1: the Avengers But War, that would be we, more content
4: more. for children, though, if you think about it at the end. And that's
0: okay. I mean,
4: that's
1: okay, but, want but content for everything. I want to point something out here, just a second. We, wa- we, we watch Avengers Secret War. We watch the Spider-Man well, show. you
4: do.
1: Okay, but adults do, too. I'm telling you right I know. now. I, I know you've watched some Disney XD shows, Gary. Uh, We've talked about some not, of the ones. Not very often. Not very often, but I mean, you watch them occasionally. You know, I. No, been, I know
4: adults do. It's just it, I, that would take away something that's on your DVR, so you probably <laughs> wouldn't think about it all the time.
1: I guess not. Maybe, but the cool thing is, I could actually download it and binge watch it, or you know, use the app and binge watch it and all that,
0: all at the same time. And then, but I if it's have not to... a
4: free app, then I don't see where it would be worth. There it. will
0: be a subscription fee, but I'll yeah. guarantee you, it won't be more than Netflix currently is. I bet not. Only because they want to be
1: competitive, you know. And that may be the only drawback for Disney's side of it is yes. they probably will want to charge more.
4: And they will probably lose an audience. Netflix they'll, will they'll have to compete.
1: Money. They'll lose money to At begin first, with. At first, they're going to have to in but, order to get the audience.
2: But, but here's the problem: you got Hulu, Netflix, the CBS thing. Yep. HBO has their own now, or mm. it's going to be coming out mm-hmm. with their own.
1: Roku's got theirs. Right. You got the Amazon Fire Stick and whatever's yeah. on that. You got
4: Google Chromecast, too, Google which Chromecast,
1: right, has its own channels and stuff on that. So I you got admit,
0: You've got YouTube Red.
4: Yeah. right?
1: YouTube Red. I mean, so, like, when you consider what's happening with streaming service, it's becoming the new TV. Oh, yeah. Everybody's jumping into it, just kind of like everybody jumped into TV when it first started, and it's a matter of who shakes out in the end and who wins and who
4: loses. See, quite honestly, I feel like it's not worth it in the end because you're just subscribing to a whole bunch of things, and I feel like eventually at some point, Something's gonna crack, and someone's gonna notice that you're spending more money on that than you would be on TV.
0: And that's what it'll eventually come down to: is you'll have to pick and choose. Yeah, right. well, that's,
2: that's, that's what I was getting
4: at.
0: But I think Disney is one of those that will be chosen.
1: Over I have a feeling it might come others. out on top versus other people. You know, I think I've always said I think Hulu and For some of these other companies are gonna struggle to keep up.
0: I mean, Amazon Prime ha- is kind of a built-in thing into the Amazon yeah. service. You know They've already got the movies, they've already got the digitized content. For them, it's not a big deal. I think Amazon Prime will survive. Hulu specializes especially in network TV right. and yeah. getting it very soon after it's broadcast. So they've got their niche. Netflix <clears throat> is kind of a catch-all right now. right? And the problem is with Netflix is they got a lot of TV on there. They've got a lot of cooking shows and nature shows, and it's it's like you could scroll. It's a wasteland sometimes. I'm scrolling forever, and I can't find a movie to watch. Right. Where they're hurting is in their movie content and getting, like, the newest movies and stuff. They don't seem to have that much anymore. So that's where I see Netflix hurting, and I can actually see Netflix taking a big hit. If people would go, well, I want my Amazon for movies, I want my Hulu for TV that's current, and I want Disney for some of these shows... I could see Netflix taking a hit. Yeah, do you think this maybe spells the beginning of the end for Netflix? I mean, that's a that's a leap. They, I mean, they're making their own. They are they are a production studio now with right. Stranger Things with all the stuff it, they're have got some decent shows. Oh, they yeah, producing, but some of their anchor shows are also Marvel
1: products that we've said are are kind of up in the air, like. When you say that Jessica Jones and Daredevil and some of these series, maybe. Some of those
4: series, though, they got worse as time went on, though, in my I, personal opinion.
1: I don't know. I don't agree with you there. I, you know, I, I agree with her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll agree that the Defenders series was a disappointment. It definitely was Iron a disappointment. Iron Fist was but... a
4: disappointment. If you think about it, Iron uh, Fist was yes, the last but, one in that series.
0: But Power Man, I thought, was actually pretty good. That's... I've heard Power Man was good. I heard Jessica Jones was good. Luke Cage is the only one I liked. Right. Yeah. Luke
1: Cage, what's I'm saying? Luke Cage is good. I liked Jessica Jones.
2: I couldn't get into it.
1: But you had to understand Purple Man and you had to understand the role he played in the Marvel I never, Universe. I never got, to,
2: never got to Purple Man. Yeah. See, it's, it, 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 it was just so boring.
1: Yeah. And, and to me, unless you understand that character and his role in the Marvel Universe, that didn't I, make any sense at all. I, so. I, I get
2: that, but I never got to Purple Man, though. I never got to him.
1: Oh, you, you didn't make it that no. far into the show.
2: It was boring.
1: See, once you <laughs> got to that point, see, you had to hang on just a little longer, Gary. When you got to that point, then it started to pick up I, and pace. And I, it, yeah. I I'm,
2: I'm sorry, Bob. If, if the show don't get me going in the first I couple episodes, yep, it's, it's like horrible. to yeah. me,
1: Jessica Jones. The first three episodes they could have done in an hour. They should have done in an hour. And then the last five. They needed to spend a little more time building it out, and they didn't. So it's like they had this weird, like they didn't know what to do with their time. It's like a mismanagement of time on a TV show, which should never happen. But yeah, yeah. so that's our. So John Favreau. John Favreau. How do we get there? <laughs> but uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, this will either be a, the greatest move Disney's ever made, or maybe the biggest flop. But I, I just can't see Favreau. I've never seen anything that Favreau did that I'm like, wow, man, that really was awful. I, I, I've never seen him. For some reason, he has a Midas touch on things. He's very good. He's he's pretty good with what he does. Okay, so our next topic. This one's kind of interesting because somebody has made a claim against Disney. It's the actual designer. Is it the, the actual he designer? came out on Ooh. Facebook
0: and said, "Hey, this these is look not familiar. good."
1: So, a gentleman who basically did posters for Sony and. It's Sony Music, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think they were back in 2000. I was going to say, how old are they? Right now? 10, 11, somewhere. No, 15. 2015. So, they're not that old. Now, here's the trick they were made for a Sony Music France release. Okay. So, the, the album covers were released in France.
1: Oh, that's interesting. And they're, like, the legacy of, like, legacy of funk and jazz and
0: electronic funk and soul. It's basically collect- album collections or song collections. On right.
1: It. It's kind of like a, we used to do those, like, best of here in the United States, you know, like, best of jazz, best of. Yeah.
0: So it's kind of like that. But Now that's what I call music, 47. Right, very right,
1: exactly. It's kind of the same idea. Yeah. I actually have a bunch of those with classical and jazz that I use for my classroom. So, you know... I got to admit. The guy who makes the claim here, this is pretty profound because we oh, yeah. put the pictures side by side. So for those on our video feed, you're seeing this right in front of you. I mean, there's no denying that these posters and these album covers are almost a replication of each yeah, other. They're ex- they're extru- uh, I mean, the tone The tone's the same. I mean, Eric you pointed out too like even the the crumpled look of the paper the tan in the background, background the yep. tannage, looks the same around the edges Except, you know maybe the solo poster is a little darker but it just looks like somebody
0: took that and just darkened it in just yeah. slightly <laughs> just to give it a little change but i the, mean the font is the, such font's the same not granted coming the from the colors from de- Here's the same. thing coming from a designer point of view there are very few fonts you want to knock images out of you need a font like this that's thick Okay. And condensed, because right. if you have a thin, wider font or something, you, you can't knock a photo out of it. It breaks up too much. So I got to at least give them that this is the font I probably would have chose offhand to do it with, something very similar. But beyond that, the color schemes, the tones, the backgrounds, it's it's a duplication.
2: Yeah, yeah. even the actual backgrounds in the background right. are almost identical to the ones right. in the other
0: ones.
1: And the angle of the backgrounds, I just noticed that, too, all the angle. Like, look at the angles of the backgrounds. They're almost exactly angled the same in the background, <laughs> which you could have changed that up to save your soul, but you didn't do that. Yeah. Now, Disney's claiming they outsourced this, which I know they do outsource a lot of things, posters, all sorts of stuff. They outsource things all the time. I guess my
0: question is, is this right and fair? Well, no, it's, it's completely not. I mean, it's, Cause it's more than an homage. It's taking an idea. D- Disney goes after people
1: all the time for stealing their property. Right? They, they do not like people stealing their property, going after their things, changing it just enough, but still calling it theirs. And Disney really goes after those people. So to me, it's very hypocritical for Disney to do that, but then do something like this, mm-hmm. where it's like, well, the poster's almost a. I mean, if you had put them side by side and didn't
0: tell me any different, I would have sworn they were the same thing. Yeah. <clears throat> well, there's two ways Disney's going to deal with this one, completely ignore it. News cycle is going to pass fast. It's going to go away. They won't – they'll let the posters run out of their print run. They won't reproduce them, and they'll right. let it become a footnote. Two, they've already spoken to the guy and said, you're going to get compensation for this. Stop talking and let it die in the news cycle. And the guy makes some money off of it, and they <coughs> – It probably it won't die. be some money. It'll probably be a lot It'll probably of be money. a lot of money. <laughs> and they go, we did the right thing. We compensated you. But we're not even going to have to talk about it. We're just going to let the whole thing pass. And I right. think one of those two is already happening.
1: And I think they'll do whatever they have to do to avoid litigation. Yeah. They won't litigate this out. This
0: will not go to court. No. Um, and there's no one saying they're, they are t- taking litigation. I mean, the guy hasn't said I'm no. going to sue or anything. He could. He's been very nice about just going, hey, these are really like something I did. What does everybody think? And that's really all he's done. He didn't, he didn't do yeah. a cease and desist. He didn't, you know, he could have done a lot.
1: But I guess that, that brings me back to my point. Is that fair? Because, like, Disney would be very quick to go after anybody else. But is it right for somebody who's on their own to not be able to go after Disney and say, listen, that's not right? You no. know, like, to me. But it, that's individuals versus corporations. That's what
0: you're going to always run
1: into. I was <laughs> just going to say, you know, and Disney's got these lawyers, high powered lawyers, that if they were to go to court.
2: And Fat Wallets.
1: Right. And Fat Wallets. I mean, how do you fight that as an
2: individual?
0: Man. You can't. God, I loved that guy, Fats Wallets. Fats Wallets. He was such a great musician. I <laughs> <laughs> so, so,
2: listen to him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and when he passed away, I like, hey, I used to listen to him all the time.
1: So. You know, I, part of me says this isn't, you know, when you look at it from an artistic standpoint of view, I feel bad for this guy because, really, Disney has stolen from him and there's yes. nothing he's going to be able to do about it. Uh, I just but hope in the long run Disney does the right thing and compensates him. That's what I hope, too. That, that's what I
4: hope. See, if you look at this from a Hollywood point of view, this is everything that happens in Hollywood every day because everyone steals from everyone else in Hollywood, especially when it comes to the music industry.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but there's certain things where I'm going to sample your song, or I'm going to give credit to the song and use the artist on on my song, and they get paid. Versus, hey, I'm going to take your song and I'm going to keep almost the exact same everything to it. I'm just going to re-release it as my the lyrics, own yeah, and hope no one remembers your song. And, yeah, you know, th- there have been cases where that's happened. Um, was it Radiohead or somebody who did, they did that? There's a there's a famous one where they did that song. Uh, it was a song they did, and it was huge. I, I don't know if it was Radiohead. I can't remember now. Um, but it, basically, there was a band that released a song, and if I knew the name of it, everyone would know it. It's a very popular song. I can't think of it. Uh, but basically, they were able to go back and play samples from a song from like 30 years ago, right. and my God, was it a recreation of that song. Now, did they know? Did they hear that song? Were they even aware of it? Was it subliminal? I think in the end, the, the original... Uh, artists got compensation for something Probably. that was taken and so it does happen where they, they get caught yeah. in um, music industry the backbeats get stolen all over the place oh I yeah mean, it's unbelievable how much backbeats get stolen well, uh, MC Hammer
2: did it with
1: can't touch this yep mm-hmm. yep because was, he stole
4: Katie from Perry Super Freak yeah. <clears throat> Katy Perry did it with Roar
1: yeah Roar had, had stolen Ice Ice Baby was Queen right yep. it yep. was yeah with, under pressure yep so it's just you know when you think about it, it happens in Hollywood more than mm-hmm. we care to imagine it happens in the music industry more than we care to happen this is, I always feel bad for the artist
0: that gets yeah decked out in these situations. <laughs> I and yeah,
4: is it immoral? I'll tell you
0: right now, if you ever see those things on Facebook where there's like a piece of art shown on a giant print, someone holding it, and it's a Star Wars art or something, never buy from those. Because those people, all they're doing is they're finding imagery, they're stealing imagery online from artists, and they're doing digital prints on right. something cheaply, and they're selling them. Yeah. So whenever you see any of those things where it's like, "Hey, look at this cool piece of Star Wars art," I'll guarantee you the original artist is getting absolutely no compensation. That's been stolen from him
1: Right. And it's the new thing with digital. You know, like if you can scan it in, blow it up, and, and repaint part of it or make it look like you repainted it, then all of a sudden it makes you look like the, Yeah. And it's wrong. I, 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 part of me says I can't believe there's. I mean, I know there's laws out there. I can't believe it's not enforced more. This idea of reaping what what artists do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Finally, we need to talk about well, what everybody's saying is the movie of the year, and that is Black Panther. Black Panther. So, Marvel's Black Panther came out and Gary and three I saw weeks, it together three, three weeks ago. About now, three weeks ago out. at this point with oh, us recording. Excuse
4: me, I was with you too. I was just about to
1: say well, Gary and I saw it with my family. Thank you. And Eric had a chance to go see it. I finally so got to go see
0: it on Sunday. So we about a week ago.
1: Haven't talked too much about it. Ironically, even Gary and I didn't say too much. We came out of the theater, said some things and Went our separate ways yeah. and didn't say too much about it. So let's share our thoughts on Black Panther. I have a feeling we might. This this will be an interesting discussion. <laughs> so Eric, what were your thoughts on Black Panther? We'll start with you because you wanted Cause to talk I, about I it right like, away uh,
0: tonight. Well, I, no, yeah. I was curious because I. I no, let's put it this way. I said to my wife, "Okay, those two have posted nothing about it on social media." They haven't said anything after, and usually I, usually they have pictures of themselves in the theater going to see a movie, <laughs> and I've seen nothing on this, so already I was like, oh boy, I don't think they liked it. So I went and I saw it. I had to go in. Now you got to realize I'm three weeks into the run, right. so I'm not only getting all the pre-release hype where right. you know, people haven't seen it, but they're saying it might be good, to the three weeks post-release hype where everyone's coming out of it going, my God, this was fantastic. Right. And it's raking in the dough, and it's cranking up towards a, you know, it passed 500 million 500 in three weeks. something like that, I mean, yeah. it's, I think it's already getting close to beating Wonder Woman domestic, and Wonder Woman was one of the bigger movies last year. And, right.
2: And right now it's going for the eighth movie of all time. Yeah. It's right. like, it
0: jumped fast. So, went and saw it, had to tamper my expectations, which is always hard, <laughs> and I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. I thought... Coming off of Ragnarok, it was definitely a nice pullback to the more traditional Marvel movie right. approach. It didn't have the Ragnarok overdose of humor, right. which I still didn't mind that. I like Ragnarok, don't get me wrong. Right. So I thought it was a great expansion of the Black Panther universe, especially from the end of Civil War, where all we really saw of, their, of Wakanda was just the statue and a little bit of, of a room. Mm-hmm. So it was neat to see the technology. I thought there were some... Inspired ideas with the, their use of technology and living off the vibranium and being hidden away from the world. I liked. I thought Chadwick Boseman's approach as Black Panther was as spot on as it was in Civil War. Yep. You know, I thought he was really good. It was an. I one of the things I didn't like was the rushed story arc. The whole you're on top, you're defeated, redemption, which feels like that should happen over two movies. Right. But it happened in the second half of this movie, and I know that to me was the part I didn't enjoy. It was a. It was too rushed. I get it, I get why they did it, because a character has to fall and has to be at a low point to come back from it. That's the whole point of these story arcs. But I think if that was going to happen, it would have almost served better... They they tried to tell a bit too much. It mm-hmm. would have served itself better to have the fall right at the beginning of the movie, and he spends the movie maybe without the tech and without the stuff, and battling back to prove himself so that by the end he overcomes, right. rather than he falls at the halfway point and overcomes by the end. So that, that was a bit too much of a roller coaster dip for me. But that being said, I thought the action was pretty darn good. The visuals were spectacular. And overall, I liked it. I liked uh, Martin Freeman in it a lot, too. I didn't think he would have as big a role as he did. And I liked him, the way they carried him through the movie. It's interesting to see how they've tied his government character in and how he kind of got trapped in that whole world and stuff like that. I thought Claw, I'm trying to think of his name, uh, Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. He he was great, actually, as Claw. Mm -hmm. I, I liked his approach to the character as being this kind of, like, I don't care person because he's lost everything and he's he he talks about being scarred and losing his right. arm and all that and he just he, I mean the way he's he laughs at the one guy says, okay you, you can go you're free you're free and the guy runs off and he shoots him in the back yeah. you know and he just he had this approach of being like a not an evil bad guy but it's a, just a bad dick guy. of a bad guy. Yeah, a nasty <laughs> Sorry, bad yeah, like an idiot, a mean right. jerk of a bad guy. You right. don't see too many jerk bad guys in movies now. They're yeah. all kind of like I think the last one we seen is like
1: a guys. Bond bad guy. You know what I mean? Almost, it almost yeah. has that feeling to it. And yeah. so
0: I liked the approach of like let's make him a jerk. He's right. just a real jerk, you yeah. know. And that was cool to me because it was a nice counterpoint to things. I thought the the fight sequence in the club was really well done. I liked mm-hmm. that a lot. I liked. The ending fight scene, I did think there was an interesting story going on there with the divisions within Wakanda Mm. and the fact that they didn't all see eye to eye with how to approach the outside world and that so many of them were easily swayed by someone coming in and just kind of taking over. A bit too much for me. I feel like there would have been more loyalty. And I guess that was their commentary on being slave to a tradition versus slave to an ideal. Right. So there there was some interesting stuff going on in there. But overall, I liked it. I, I give it a thumbs up. Okay. I, I don't. I won't give it a one out of. T- I won't give it a ten number yet. But I'll give you the. I overall gave it a thumbs up.
1: Okay, Terry, you're over here like going.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So, what were your <laughs> thoughts on it? Because well, I want okay, to
4: you know you're gonna. It did a really good job of displaying African culture. I will give it that. It did. I. I think all of us felt like we were the token white people in the theater. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: going that opening weekend, oh, yeah, we, just yeah. kinda, we looked around and went,
4: Yeah, we huh, d- we definitely felt a little place. awkward. <laughs> um,
1: Which now I know how African Americans feel when they go to a yeah, white yeah, film. So yeah. I'm yeah. Like, this is much how it feels. Okay.
4: Um, <laughs> but they did a really good job of displaying the African culture. I do disagree with them killing Claw off halfway through the movie. And I, well, I wonder if he is. That's what well, like, I'm saying. Nobody. He's not dead. Nobody, no death. He's not pointed dead. that out too. But I'm just mad that he wasn't there throughout the rest of the yeah, film. Yeah, Because to me, he's more of a bad won- guy that wouldn't like necessarily see, get that, killed. I wonder there. if
0: Wakandan cult technology is going to turn him into the Claw we know. Well, that's what I,
3: that's,
4: that's
0: yeah. See, that's Gary. That's, Gary said, you yeah, know,
1: like, yeah. Later on, he's going to have stolen the technology and made himself into the robot that we know as being Claw. Yeah, yeah. I wonder.
4: But like that just made me mad that he wasn't throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the movie because yeah. you know there was so much of a storyline they could have developed with Claw. I mean, other than that, it's kind of the same points that you have, so I'll let you explain those.
1: Okay, so I guess she wants me to go next. She just threw it at me. He can go, though. Catch. (laughs) Catch, right?
2: It's in your lap, no,
1: Bob. Okay, so I've been working in my head, like, there were some things that bothered me about the movie, and I couldn't, like, after seeing it at first, I was kind of like, what is it about this movie that's, not clicking, you know, like, and I didn't feel the same way everybody else felt when they walked out. Like, I wasn't like the wow, this was an amazing Marvel movie. I was more like a yeah, that was that was an okay Marvel movie. Like, it wasn't bad. Like, I right, didn't right. walk out going that was awful. I'll never go see it again. You know, but I was kind of like I. There's something about it that didn't click, and I, I just couldn't at first. I could not put my thumb on what it was that didn't click for me. And then I started to realize as I thought about the movie a little bit more what. There were a couple things that kind of didn't click. The first one it didn't click, it didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Now, I know part of that was because Disney went out of their way to give the Wakandan culture and all of that its own breadth and its own feel and its own depth, mm-hmm. which was good. And I, I I'm not knocking them for that. Actually, I think they did a great job celebrating African culture, and I'm glad that a movie – did that. I mean, there's not many movies that have done that. Matter of fact, the last one I can remember that maybe kind of sort of did it was Roots. <laughs> so, I mean, like, if it's that far back that somebody celebrated the African culture in any way, shape, or form, and Roots is about slavery, so what does that tell you? I mean, like, to have that was, was a big step in the right direction. Now, uh, flip side of that, what were the Marvel tie-ins? And so when you think about the Marvel tie-ins, there's not a lot. There's Claw. But again, if you'd never seen Civil War, which a lot of these people who went to see Black Panther openly admitted they'd never seen any other Marvel movie ever. So Claw's a tie-in that really is barely there. If you stayed for the extra credit scene, then you saw the white tiger, which is Bucky. Bucky, Mm -hmm. Which we all knew he was in. Which we all knew was going to happen at some point anyway, so it wasn't a surprise to me at all. So I, I, the more I thought about it, the more I thought they missed some prized opportunities to do the Marvel tie-in. They could have tied in an Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm not mocking the role that the CIA agent played. He did a great job at it, and I'm not knocking that idea. But you could have made a tie-in that would have, would have bought some people in really quickly. If you would have used anybody from the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, you could have used Coulson, you could have used May, you could have used somebody in that group – as that character. Or
4: just make the CIA agent an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Even if you, yeah, like, even if you made Like, he didn't even that have to have a name in the Marvel Universe. Right, he could have been agent a level
1: 3 agent of the Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I would have been like, okay, now I'm now you got me into this is a Marvel movie, I feel like it's Marvel. But because they made him CIA and they tried to put that like weird government spin on that part of it, I just kind of felt like they deliberately tried to avoid part of the big part of the Marvel Universe, which is how S.H.I.E.L.D. plays its role in all these things that's going on. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s this political arm that keeps messing around with things, and they missed that part. So part of me says you didn't make that Marvel tie-in. Black Panther by himself is not enough of a Marvel tie-in. He's a a good character, don't get me wrong. Do I think he's going to be the future leader of the Avengers? Actually, I do. I think when cap is gone. T'Challa's the guy. He's he's the leader, just like the comic books did for a long time. And then on the top of that, I'm sitting here going, "Well, what's the next movie? Well, it's Infinity War." And when you look at the when you look at the trailers for Infinity War, Wakandans are all over that trailer.
0: <laughs> but what did we do in this movie to perpetuate that idea? Nothing. Well, the whole movie was to to get you used to Wakanda so that you I, I know that. you get what the place is like.
1: All you had to do was imply there's an Infinity Stone somewhere. All you had to do was... Well, there's already
0: people theorizing that that has been implied.
1: Sure, but I mean, it's not overt enough. No, do you get what I'm saying? It wasn't overt enough. There needed to be... Because here's the problem now you have going into Infinity War. And I'm just thinking about the next movie. So I'm always thinking ahead a little bit for Marvel. So now you have to take part of the next movie, even if it's a third of it, to explain why Wakanda is so heavily involved in what's going to happen with Thanos
0: and the infinity stones because we've done nothing I don't think to set that up. A, I don't think that's going to take a big explanation. I think that's going to be a quick I think uh, you'll be surprised at how how well I think they incorporate that. I were
1: I just that's part of so there's some marvel tie-ins that, that bothered me right. a little bit. The second part of the movie that bothered me a little bit was I was confused about who and I should know who the bad guy really was. Mm-hmm. Because they killed Claw off halfway through the movie, I was kind of like, "Wait, wait, wait. That's not the bad guy?" And then T'Challa's cousin, right? I forget what the official... Mm -hmm. Killmonger. Killmonger, okay? Yes. He comes along, and part of me says, oh, well, he's the bad guy. But then, ultimately, he's not a bad guy. He's just a guy who really is trying to grab power because he doesn't know what else to do because, really, he got a bad shake at it as a kid. So you partly feel bad for him, but he's not really a bad guy. So by the end of the movie, you're kind of like, oh, well, so there was no bad guy. The real bad guy died halfway through the movie, and so by the end of the movie... Who was the antagonist? How did this all play out? So when I get that, I know that's what they wanted, but they lost me in that, in that cause. I almost felt like it was Spider-Man all over again, where there was too many other characters they were trying to throw at me for me to really fully appreciate everything they were trying to do in that movie. It was almost too much all at once. And maybe it goes back to what you talked about, Eric, about the storytelling being rushed, because I think, like Spider Man, they were trying to throw all these characters at you. Like, here's this guy and Killmonger and Claw, and this guy, and and here's you know T'Challa's sister, and all these other. And you're trying to keep track of it all. And I actually kind of got lost at one point. Like, wait a minute, who is that guy? What tribe is he with? What did he do? You you almost get lost in that. And so, like I said, it's not an awful movie, but it was just like there's these little things that was kind of like bothering me. Like I was trying to figure out why I didn't feel the same way everybody else did. Like I didn't come out going, "Yeah, Wakanda forever." You know, I didn't feel quite like that. I didn't feel like you know it sucked, but I just wasn't in this same zone that everybody else was in. I don't know, maybe maybe I didn't watch it in the right mood. I don't know. I I just, but it was just kind of weird for me not to come out of the theater not like when people raved about Iron Man and then I went and saw it. I raved about it too. I was like, I loved Iron Man. It was great. I'm just not raving about it. I'm 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 good with it. It's a good movie. It you know it has its place in the Marvel lore. I just didn't feel like it made me want to like be like yeah that was amazing. And I wanted to. I so desperately wanted to. I just missed some things. I don't know. Gary, what were your thoughts?
2: The the first thing I had was I was confused with the timelines. Yeah. The way I understood it was he never got the power of the Black Panther until after his father died. Then how is he running after uh, Bucky and Captain America after the explosion and all that? I didn't understand all that from Civil War. But, yeah.
1: Right, there's no proper explanation for that.
2: Right. So, so I, I was confused on that whole whole deal with taking the the juice or whatever it was from the, the tea or whatever was it was. For- the plant, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that... Um, yeah. Horst Whitaker's character gave him. I didn't understand all that where it all landed in the timeline for the other Marvel movies.
1: And then somebody pointed out the lady who saved the one plant, right? They went, but there were 12 plants there. Like, grab them all. Like, why did you only grab one? Like, why wouldn't you have grabbed five? One to give to T'Challa and then four more to propagate some more plants later just in case you need them. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, that would have been logical. Like, why did she only grab well, the, one? She, I, the
0: one? I think she – there was one close to her and he was setting the place on fire and she grabbed it, what she but, could and got out because if she got caught – But you know what I'm saying, right? Like, dies. without the other plants, you yeah. can't create any more. I, <laughs> think they, I think all they were thinking was stopping him okay. was their plan. Well,
2: because and, because it wasn't a plan.
0: Okay, it
2: was one of the uh, Infinity Stones.
0: Is that what it is? Yes,
2: that's what I was.
0: Oh, is that what the, pr- the what theory the, is? The theory.
2: That's one of the uh, theories
0: that it's under, and they grow out of it. Right. They, that's what I'm wondering. People are saying uh, that the Infinity Stone is under Wakanda. So it lame. It was the crash. That's what it is. Though. It was the whole thing uh, that crashed that brought all the yeah. the vibranium to their country. It's,
1: so they're saying one of the the ship that crashed had an Infinity Stone in it. Is that the what they're they're brought, the meteor- meteor- meteorite. The meteorite. Yeah. Correct. Oh, the meteorite. That's right. That, that right. crash
0: that brought all the vibranium, has an infinity stone in it, and that's why they're getting this extra thing in Wakanda. Uh, they're not just mining right. the vibranium, they've got this crazy thing. It's like, uh. and it makes sense because you're like, well, why the heck would they have a plant that gave grant you superpowers? Then you start thinking about it, going, oh, there's something in the ground there. <sighs> okay. I'm <laughs> oh,
4: sorry. And so- actually, they did explain the whole Civil War thing. He didn't have the powers, but he was training to become the Black Panther See, so think- that he could <clears>
0: earn the powers. Hold on, I think you're both wrong. He had the powers. He had the full Black Panther during Civil War. Th- he was running around as the Black Panther to replace his dad. His dad was too old, but he wasn't king. What they did was they gave him that drink in the water. That's it true. took the power away, so he could fight someone else on fair ground okay, to, prove, to he's he ki- prove he's
2: king. king. Yeah. Okay, but that's where I, where I was confused on. All yeah,
0: this thing. I, I could see where it would, but if you th- that, it makes sense when you think now about that it. you yeah. explain it, he it had, makes sense to me. But he had the power. Because right. he's, he's been it, the replacement for his dad. There needs to be a Black Panther. His dad was too old, but he wasn't officially king yet because his dad was still alive.
2: And, and, yeah. and, and I'm sorry about, about this, but when Force Whitaker got older... I can't understand a word he said.
1: <laughs> no, I agree with you. There's something about the way he was talking in this right. movie that made it really difficult to understand
2: him. It was just like when he was playing Saul Guerrero. Yeah. A, I, I cannot understand him. <laughs> uh, Maybe it's my hearing. I don't know. Every it's, time
1: it's... he spoke, my wife actually leaned over and said, What are you saying? I looked at her and said, I have no idea. Like, I really couldn't hear him and tell hmm. what he was saying. I don't know if they had I didn't poor, have, I didn't have that problem. We I don't know if they had it. poor miking on him or maybe it's just the way he talks. I'm not sure, but I just couldn't understand what he was saying.
2: It, 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 it could be me, too. My, my, my hearing is going bad. I or,
1: or we're too white
2: Gary. no it's... it's <laughs> I,
1: I just, honestly
2: believe it's my hearing Be, be truthful with it. it's possible it's, it's yeah I feel like my hearing is going
1: too so, so maybe it is I don't know uh, anything but, else Gary? But, but I just
2: can't I, I can never understand I cannot understand him yeah. so but I did like the fact that it's of a kind in uh, technology to fix his lazy eye <laughs>
1: So. what part of the movie did you like here? I mean there are a couple of things I did really like and I'll get um, to them in a second, but
2: in my opinion the, the women stole the movie.
0: And I a lot absolutely of people have said great. that.
1: They were great. Oh, yeah. his, his their right. fighting force was great, his sister was good. Which I saw as another detractor slightly. Just slightly. Only because Splatt Panther, he should kind of be on top. And I don't ever remember in the comics, unless you can correct me, that there was somebody underneath him providing technology to make it. So it felt very Iron Manish in that way. Yes. And I was like, but that's not Black Panther that I know. I, I mean, I, that
2: I do believe there was somebody giving him the technology and stuff
1: in the in the yes, comic books. Yes. Okay, so maybe I just
0: didn't read enough of the comics to know that. I mean, they've teched him out more than he is in the comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. The movie has but that's gone. definitely that's, modern take. Though. That's the cinema. That's the cinematic that's, approach. Yeah, they have. I, to, I mean, to, even I mean. Captain America is right. more teched out yeah. in the. Movies right having a magnetic is, shield and all that kind of yeah. stuff is just they have um, to do it
1: that way. I get it.
2: The Secret Service, whatever you want to call them, the, the CIA, the, no, 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 the, the for T'Challa's t- 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 oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. His guard, the guards, His guard. There. yeah, all right. They were are the top of the line, they're better than he is in fighting. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, and and it proved it, yeah, and everything. So,
4: see, I partly see that though is because they've been training their whole life to be fighters, and they've probably been fighting longer than he has. So it's kind of like a young, arrogant, learning thing, is how I saw that.
2: True, but it's, it's it's a the Amazon warrior, yeah, thing for for them. That so too. That, that's what they were basically.
1: Yeah, I, I actually this is really stupid, but I saw it as like lionesses and lions, right? Like the lionesses hunt yeah. for the lions. And they're a little more ferocious than the actual lions are. So I, I – I, stupid me goes, well, we're in Africa. That I get that. That mm-hmm. makes – you know, I don't know if that was the intent, but that's the feel I got out of it, you know.
2: In the battle, old rhinos.
1: <laughs> they
2: were cool. I liked them. They, they were cool. Yeah.
1: But they definitely were digital. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. There were some moments where I'm looking at shots going, wow, that was digital. <laughs> I mean, like – like, bad Lord of the Rings digital in the moments, you but, know. But
2: there's enough that it, it, it didn't it, No, I agree with enough you. Enough going on in the I screen mean, that, it that it didn't, didn't matter. It, I mean, it didn't yeah. distract me from it. Right, right, right. It. Not like, you, like it distracted you. So right. uh, <laughs> when the gorilla guy there. Uh, oh, the gorilla tribe. Was getting attacked by the, the rhino and uh, Michonne there. Just, uh, just stepped in front st- of it. Front yeah. Of yeah. It. And yeah. It
0: stopped because that was. That's, a, that's,
2: that's the tribe she's yeah. from is the rhinos. So. Right.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: So I liked him too. I liked the whole trip up yes. into the mountains to their culture. Yeah, I actually I thought, thought his th- throne room was awesome. Yeah, yeah.
1: I know a lot of people complained about that. I was like, well, yeah. I was like, I actually liked that more than a lot of the movie because I felt like, hey, we're finally seeing that Wakanda is not just that Field. technological area. Right. Well, that they're there's the, so remember, much more. They're to the it.
0: group that they told in the beginning story. Out of the f- five tribes, right. four of them agreed to work together, and the one went off. Right, that they're was the, the one tribe. went off. Yeah, and I love the touch at the end that not only did he come down to fight for them because he realized, you know. It's going to affect us eventually. The in the last shot, one of the last shots, when he's walking into the throne room, yeah, the the guy is there. The king right. of the fifth tribe yeah. has been welcome now to sit at the council and talk right, back stuff. together. And I liked right. that; I thought that was a nice touch. Yep. And they didn't overplay that. He was just in the room, you, right. had to, you had to notice it.
1: And then you kind of sit there and go, "Okay, now we've you know healed all the wounds, and now we're getting ready for." Well, I
0: wonder if I wonder if those wounds are going to be carrying over into. You know, I think they have Infinite to carry War. over that was because that's a big rift to have people who oh, yeah. are willing to change Wakandan culture. See, now, the one thing
1: I did like that I think a lot of people would be surprised at, I actually liked the fight scenes over the waterfall.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, they were great.
1: I thought yes. having that as the, uh, and cr- I I thought that was in the comics. Maybe I'm not. I, I don't remember correctly, but I didn't follow Black Panther from the beginning. I, I followed it, like, after he became an Avenger and kind of got into it from there. And I just I liked that scene and, and all the scenes they had at that waterfall section. I I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Having them fight for the kingship even when Killmonger fought. I I just I liked the way they presented that. Mm-hmm. That was really kind of cool.
4: I liked the um fight that Killmonger <clears throat> and Black Panther had with like the monorail basically.
2: Oh yeah. yeah that the end? that
4: was cool. I liked that fight. The monorail. <laughs> monorail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So should we rate this one? Yeah. Zero to yeah. ten? Okay, zero being a bother, don't bother, ten being a must see. So I guess we'll go in the order we... All right. So go ahead, Eric. What I'm going to say,
0: one? like, and I have to give it a point. I can't give it a full number. Okay. I'm going to go 7.5. Okay. I really enjoyed it, but I felt like... And I didn't have the problems you had with it, feeling like disconnected from the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe. Mm-hmm. To me, that was kind of the point, because you got to remember, they were this isolated society. I get so that. this was this was kind of the origin story of them coming into the world and the world realizing them. And that's why it'll tie, I think, nicely into Infinity War. But that whole second half where they had to go up, down, up, down real fast. And, you know, you had to have – It felt weird. It it it? just – it was rushed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind what the story told. I don't mind the elements they were getting at. I, you know, The fact that he had to fall, that he had to be right. injured, that he had to come back, he had to win it back, that people would disagree with him. It just so much of it happened so fast. That was my big problem. And that's why I can't go higher to like an 8 or a 9 because that whole rushed storytelling bothered me. But other than that, I like most of the details. So I'm going to go 7.5. Tara, what would you rate this one?
4: I would say six. I like the visual effects. They definitely did a good job of showing the African culture. I agree with Eric. The storyline was rushed at some points, and also, in my opinion, was slow at others. And <laughs> I also don't like the fact that there wasn't a huge Marvel tie-in in the end. Okay.
1: So, I was actually going to give it a six, too. Like it's not its not an average movie. It's definitely above average. But oh, it, yeah. Again, I didn't get the wow factor a lot of people got out of the movie. I don't know if that's because there was so much hype around this movie. There was a lot of hype about this movie. And so part of me said, I think a lot of people wow factored it because of the hype. Mm. Maybe overhyped it a slight, slightly. It's kind of like when The Phantom Menace came out. And I, yes, I'm saying this is somebody who liked The Phantom Menace. It was overhyped oh, it when, was it, when so... it hit. <laughs> you can't when get it more hit. overhyped. <laughs> I mean, so I think we may look down the road and look back on Black Panther and go, well, maybe it wasn't as, you know niche as we thought it was at that right. time. The question is gonna be whether it stands up over time. I, I don't know. Maybe it will, maybe it will not I'll tell you
0: one thing: is some things. If you a a second viewing you might think differently. One you felt like there was no strong villain because of the yeah. way I jumped around. I had someone I read online who said after a second see after a second watch I felt that Killmonger was way less uh relatable that he did come up like the first showing yeah. I kind of understood him. You see it again and you see more of the the detail of it, you yeah. feel like he's way less, underst- you know, he's much more bad than he's seemed right. on first watch. And so maybe it- that's
1: a problem too. I, I'm not quite sure what <clears throat> struck me that way. Yeah. The other reason I give it a six, other than the Marvel Times that I, I already talked about, um, yes, the visuals were great. Everything was awesome in that regard. I wanted to see the stupid Panther more.
0: Yeah.
1: We didn't, we saw it once, and it was the overlying shot. And then if you remember, we never really went back to the panther i mean to me that's wakanda that's the panther in the where was it <laughs> like it was there in like two shots and and it had been cool if in some of the city shots or even when they were out in the farm having the background yeah i mean just something throw it in there so i could feel like hey there's there's a the wakanda panther i know that sounds really dumb to people but like when you read the comics every time they talk about wakanda the panther shows up first in the in that I mean, there would always be one cell with the That's panther in That's the opening it. shot. Yeah. That's the opening shot. And then you go into the comic book and you know, oh, we're in Wakanda. You know, like you didn't need to be told. You just knew. I missed that little visual a little bit. The other part of it too that, that I, I – I'm back with Gary. The timeline, they did a lot of um, flipping in and out and – so that caused some confusion for me. Like when dad died in the explosion, then we flipped to Killmonger. And then we ke- so they were doing all this weird stuff. We're jumping it around. I don't feel like they put enough of the little things on the bottom to say in and 1947 and right. now in present and, so you knew and in when. Civil War or during, yeah. during a, you know, Captain America Civil War or something like that. So I knew what you were referencing. And maybe on a second viewing I would get that. But it shouldn't have to be on a second or third or fourth viewing for me to go, oh, now I know where you're at. You know For somebody Again when you look At somebody like my wife Who's never seen Many of these movies at all That got very confusing Very quickly There were even times Where she leaned over to me And I'm like I'm not quite sure Where we are Mm -hmm. Hang tight Maybe I'll figure it out You know like I should know I should feel like I know So that's why A six Gary what do you think Everybody's sitting down right Yeah I agree with Eric Wow.
2: I'm doing the same 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 Tara event.
1: and I are in the low end. Wow, I feel this big right now.
4: <laughs> I don't. I'm used to it.
1: <laughs> even though I was confused. I'm welcoming myself to the bottom.
2: Even though I was confused with the timeline and everything and yeah. the, when he got his powers and when he didn't get his powers and everything, I used to like the movie. Um, at first, I did share your concerns about it not feeling like a Marvel movie. Yeah. But the more I got thinking of it and stuff, it, it fit right in. Okay.
1: okay so those are our thoughts on all sorts of topics that we're talking about our thoughts (laughs) on John Williams our thoughts on John Favreau our thoughts on Disney, and did they steal <laughs> from somebody with their posters, whose name was probably John? It was probably, John. and the Black Panther. So we give you we lots just call John Panther because apparently this is
0: all John stories. Today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we'd love yeah. to hear what you have to think about all those, say about all those things. So head over to our email, galaxcast@gmail.com Email us. Uh, you can head to our website at galaxcast.com uh, You could check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on, on Twitter or YouTube on our YouTube channel. Let us know what you think. And uh, I know this was a long intro, but we really wanted to talk about these things. I know these are things you'd probably be curious about our viewpoints on. So with all that, we're going to be back after the break to talk about the next episode of Star Wars Rebels. I know the season finale has already aired, and I am trying to stay spoiler-free as best I can, but I'm afraid uh, my life is about to explode in the next weekend or so, so I might have to just go watch the end of Rebels anyway. But we're going to watch our next episode and talk about our next episode uh, just after the break. So we'll see you in just a little bit, folks. We'll be right back after we navigate through
3: this promotional tunnel. The new Amazon Echo has everyone asking Alexa for help.
1: Alexa, what time is it?
3: What the hell is wrong with this blasted thing? Amanda! But the latest technology isn't always easy to use for people of a certain age. These kids done bought me a busted machine again. That's why Amazon partnered with AARP to present the new Amazon Echo Silver, the only smart speaker device designed specifically to be used by the greatest generation. It's super loud and responds to any name even remotely close to Alexa, so they can find out the weather. Allegra, what is the weather outside? It is 74 degrees and sunny. Huh? It is 74 degrees and sunny. Where? Outside. What about it? The temperature outside is 74 degrees and sunny. I don't know about that. <laughs> the latest in sports.
1: Clarissa, how many did old satchel strike out last
3: night? Satchel Paige died in 1982. <laughs> how many he get? Satchel Paige is dead. He what now? Died. Who did? Satchel Paige. Oh. I don't know about that. <laughs> Even local news and pop culture. Manita, what them boys up to across the street? They are just playing. They what now? They are just playing. You say they just playing now? Yes, they are just playing. I don't know about that. (laughs) Pair it to smart devices like your thermostat. Alessandra, turn the heat up. The room is already 100 degrees. Are you trying to kill me, Alize? The new Amazon Echo Silver plays all the music they loved when they were young. Angela, play black jazz playing uh, jazz. (laughs) It also has a quick scan feature to help them find things.
0: Emilia, where did I put the phone? The phone is in your right hand.
3: And it has an uh-huh feature for long rambling stories. So then I gave him $5, and he said I only gave him $1. Uh-huh. I said, I know I gave you a five. Uh-huh. Because I only had a five and a one on
1: Uh-huh. And this the $1 right here. Uh-huh.
3: So, I mean, you tell me who's crazy amazon echo silver get yours today i said get yours today to order amazon echo silver send a check or money order to amazon.com right now this is weasel news los santos traffic is so bad that one woman carpools with a dead body what will it take for you to use public transit transit news
0: when police pulled over a car on the del perro freeway They discovered a decomposing body in the passenger seat, which turned out to be the woman's dead husband. One witness on the scene told reporters,
3: I looked over and the car was full of flies.
0: The woman said she had every intention of burying the body soon, but she wanted a last few days in the carpool lane.
3: The Los Santos Transportation Authority announced a new campaign to encourage people to take public transit. We know many
0: of you feel that only losers take the bus or train in this town, and in many ways that's true. But what will it take for you to leave your car at home and take the bus? What do you want? On-time arrivals?
3: Regular service? Strippers on the buses? Well, we're not doing any of that. The Transit Authority promised a new TV commercial that will turn things around. This was Weasel News. The Force is back. The Rebels won't tire till they see the last of the Empire. And Kenner's there with Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection.
2: I'm off to rescue R2-D2.
3: Y-Wing oh, Fighter, you have to put it together. Yeah. Batteries not included. Action figures each sold separately.
2: Activate laser cannon. Ready, aim. On target. Luke Skywalker, walking the base. We're coming in. Y-Wing Fighter, action figures sold separately from
3: Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection.
1: Do you own a business or a podcast? Are you looking for ways to expand the audience you reach? Then Star Productions could help you. Southern Tier Audio Recording Productions started off as a homegrown audio recording company, offering professional recordings for aspiring musicians. It is now a multifunctional business, offering DJ services, recording, and advertising services to those who own businesses and podcasts. Email us at galaxycast at gmail.com with the subject advertising if you are interested. We look forward to creating a professional commercial for you that can be used in this podcast or even at your local radio station. Many have exclaimed that our services are out
3: of this world. Thank you for your patience as we navigated through the promotional tunnel. And now we return to the Galaxy Cast.
1: Welcome back to this episode of the Galaxy Cast. As I'm going to make a complete fool of myself, and we are going to talk about Rebel Assault from the Star Wars Rebels series. So this was the mid-season finale, correct? I believe was the the proper term for this particular episode. And yes, we're that far behind. This is like from all the way back in November. But that's okay because we've been slowly catching up with everything that's going on. So general consensus here, they're trying to keep
0: the rebels from getting to the factory, right? I mean, that's pretty much the premise of the entire episode. Yes, the rebels are invading, they're attacking, they're trying to fly through the blockade and destroy the factory.
4: First off, nothing new.
1: They're trying to fly through a blockade. I mean, like part of me said like isn't this a fool's errand? And here's the part that blows my mind. There was not a single rebel cruiser. Nope. In this entire episode. Am I wrong? Like you know did I what? miss the something?
4: Re- the rebel cruisers don't exist anymore. They didn't get enough funding from the government, so they can't fly them anymore.
1: Yeah, it's, it's Trump's fault. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs>
1: but am I wrong? Like, there were no cruisers, right? No, they just came in. And the up ships X-Wings. just came out of out of no out of hyperspace, and they were just there. Yep. So you got a bunch of X-wings against about five that I could count, six Star Destroyers. Mm-hmm. They why win. Did, why didn't I'm the kidding. Star Destroyers just open fire? I mean, like. Who knows? Wouldn't that have just completely ended the episode before we even started? Like, that's the part I'm like, I mean, I have how to, does that happen? I right. have to
0: accept now that the physics <laughs> and the way that things work in the Rebels universe don't match up with the movies or reality. Yeah. They just don't. You can't ever apply it. We've been saying this over and over again. You can't impl- apply typical f- battle logistics to, to anything, anything that in happens in, in this show because it just doesn't flow because I mean-
1: remember in in a new hope they thought well they don't care about the x-wing attacking the death star because they didn't see the one man fighter as a as a potential threat right to the death star yet here i am looking at a one man fighter a whole squadron of them facing five star destroyers yet they don't you know They see them as a threat. Like, how... The two things don't equate. You know what I mean? Like, this doesn't make any logical sense at all. Grand Admiral
4: Thrawn has his master plan, and we don't know anything about it, and that's why.
2: I I didn't catch the Grand Grand Admiral Thrawn thinking that they were a threat.
1: I guess... I mean, yes, he was calm the whole time. I'm just saying the fact that they're just taking on a Star Destroyer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Without a cruiser, without something there to back them up, this was a fool's errand before they even started. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, this was this was really insane. I mean, like just I mean, from a how tactical many, standpoint, how many this tie was fighters
0: alone should have come out of those star destroyers? Uh, hundreds. hundreds, hundreds, or hundreds. thousands. And I, you know, and we didn't see that because obviously it's expensive to animate that much, and they have to they you well they I, pair and simplify everything down. They really right. do in this show.
1: I mean, the counter argument to that is they did hold them, they did have them eventually. They held them back till after the the fighters why? got past the cruisers. Why let
0: them pass the cruisers? I know, the and that's, that's part of me that them. said,
1: "Yeah, why not just destroy them to <clears> begin with?" <throat> and not only that, but now you risked your one and only prototype of a tie defender, which was a really dumb mistake on your part. I mean, tactically, the tie
4: defender prototype got destroyed anyways.
1: But, it was, but that's what I'm saying. Like you well, risked yeah. it. You didn't need to risk it. Yeah, but it was the pilot's
2: error in that one. Though. I'll agree with cause, you because Admiral Thrawn told him to get. It.
1: But if you threw a thousand Tie fighters at them, you wouldn't have had to risk the one nope. Tie defender. They wouldn't have made it through. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't have needed to try to have to defend. I, I don't know.
2: They, they're they're trying to show how powerful that little Tie defender was,
0: which apparently wasn't. And also, as we always say, <laughs> right, I mean, exactly. You've got an entire planet. Do you need to fly in at the point where these star destroyers are sitting? <laughs> yeah. Can you come right, in like can from you another Come in from angle? the other side? Maybe yeah. We'll come at the southern pole. Fly low. Go. It's like. There's no, there's no logistics and tactics in the Rebels universe. It's always face-to-face in a wide-open area, confront, everyone misses their shots, except the people who need to hit them, and then the heroes move on. And it's a two-dimensional battle in a three-dimensional world. Well,
2: yes, yeah. very they, much so. They, they went to MapQuest to see how to, get, how to get to that planet, and, and that's the, the direction That's the only point to. of entry, right. yeah, yeah. Now if they went to Google Maps, they could have gone in several different directions. Right.
1: Now, on the flip side of this, there were some cool shots... In this episode, I liked the shot where Ezra and Kanan and who's the other one that was on the ground with them, Zeb, were looking back over the city and all the X wings are falling out of the sky. It was it was it was a poignant moment. I thought it was a really cool shot. It was it was a nice visual.
4: Yeah, and that was like Um, you said, it was in
1: the teaser. The it was in the teaser, teaser, but now it seemed to be like it made sense to me now why it was so important. So you see the value in that shot. You know, meanwhile, the
4: shot where um, Hera. Like basically did a 180 in the air and then shot the yeah, air prototype. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In
1: order to get the a,
2: a, a Top Gun maneuver.
1: Yeah, it yeah. was kind of a cool Top Gun maneuver. I actually liked the fact that the one ship crashed into the
0: star destroyer. Yeah. What I didn't like was that the star destroyer's bridge, bridge. Yeah. fell like yeah. there's gravity. Right, no. and I'm just there's it would have smashed it's through, and the whole the pieces should have broke off from each other and kind of just floated. But no, it. It tipped and fell like a building falling over. Well you see
1: that's the same gravity that caused the bombs to fall in a Star Wars. Apparently episode. if
0: you read the book, they're magnetic bombs. Are they really they say they're magnetic bombs, uh, but I yeah, I'm don't not buying it. I don't. <laughs> in, in origin of snokes. In, it. <laughs> in what? In in the book.
1: In what? In the book. What's in the book?
2: The origin of snoke.
1: The origin? Oh, the origin of snoke yeah. is in the book, really.
4: So they did not want to explain it in the movie then?
1: Apparently
0: not.
4: That's, that's, too that's, too logical. Ah, that's too much work.
0: That's too logical. That's too much work. do will get back to Last Jedi. We'll be there forever. <laughs> Stay on target. <laughs> You're the one who started it. <laughs> hey, we're,
4: we're tired. We're we trying, get off target very We're trying
0: easily. to fly at the factory. Let's keep going for the factory. Ugh. Which,
1: we destroyed the ship anyway. So part of me said, you destroyed the prototype. Do you really need to go out to the factory at this point? I mean, like no. Are they making more? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Are they... Are they? I mean, I mean will have to they be halt production They're now? used later on in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> so they had to be producing them somewhere. I mean...
4: Yeah.
2: I did like uh, Thrawn's whole demeanor and everything.
1: I thought Thrawn was actually very well played in this entire episode. Oh, yeah. As far as his demeanor, <laughs> as far as his tactics, as far as him being calm, while everybody else is like, oh my gosh, all this stuff's going on, and he's just like,
0: yeah, I knew that would happen, he's an, you know? He's an interesting take. I got to admit that he's, after having watched him now for, what, two seasons? He was introduced Something last like season? Yeah. He's not how I pictured him in my head talking. Yeah, I agree with you. He's got, he's a bit too pronounced the way he he has that uh, slight British affection to his voice (laughs) and it's not only that but it's the tone of his voice being as calm as it is I thought there'd be more of a steely icy approach to him he comes across more flippant to me and it just doesn't quite fit he's fine he's good in the show don't get me wrong he's one of the better characters but he just doesn't quite I always saw him as being a little more arrogant than they're portraying him. Like, uh, Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like, his nose almost needs to be a little farther in the air, you know, in order for him to come across the way he needs to, you know? And
2: <laughs> but, but, but the whole thing is, a, uh break off your attack and to, to pilot there. And, no, I almost got him. Oh, well.
1: Oh, well. Yeah. So, sorry, you yeah. lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just the fact that he's just like, oh, well, you know, and, and he just kind of plays it off and... I thought it was interesting, too, that, like, even as Hera was flying at the bridge, he didn't flinch. He didn't, you know what I mean? Like, think about Return of the Jedi when when the ship was flying at the bridge. Yeah. You all of a sudden saw the three commanders standing by the front of the bridge go, whoa, whoa and they start running the other way, right? Yeah. Thrawn's standing right there, and he was, she's coming right at the bridge. He doesn't flinch. He doesn't. Yep. So, just, again, it showed, I think, you know, he just where he's head, at mentally. You know, he's playing a mental game here, and he's going to win against Hera, however he's got to win. What What did you guys think of... The crew on the ground. The idea that they're blowing up
0: the four towers. The that four ha- towers. The only four towers that, are that their exist defense. out in the middle of a field with no uh, uh, no guards and no surrounding no, wall and like, yeah. nothing. No sets.
4: four towers. No, you
0: know. Th- like I said, this is the rebels' universe where everything exists in wide open spaces with you know very little detail is? around it, and no structure, and it's just there because it's a plot point. Right.
4: It's four Washington monuments and two Bunker Hills.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but well, what what got me was the way they they just went straight down.
1: Yeah. 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 Now, yeah. if I was a nine eleven conspiracy theorist, there were bombs on the inside of that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was the inside <laughs> job. Thron took those down.
2: <laughs> but but the thing is, it, it, one one explosion and it cause goes straight down. We right. Didn't just stand back up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because there wasn't s- several explosions going
0: up. It just, no, it was, it was just
1: one explosion. Yeah. You right. would think
0: it would just kind of like
1: follow thing, it. Yeah. yeah. You're
0: animating this. Have some fun with it. Blow one up. It falls over while it's still shooting. It hits the ground. The right. shots go off in different right. directions. As the, as the turret breaks apart, do something. Or cool. have one
1: explode as it's shooting. It shoots yeah. the next one. It explodes as it hits the next one. It shoots the next one. You know what I mean? Like you can domino effect this thing. Have some fun with it. Right. But no, you had to do a lame.
0: Like I don't know. I just <laughs> you
2: no. Know, just just have one just topple over instead of just going straight. And, just, right. Right. Well, and saying, seriously,
0: yeah. protecting the factory. Those are the four guns. That's it. That's, That's all they've got. That's, what we got is That's these all they four need. Four towers. That's all
1: they need. Because all the rebels came in with X yeah. Wings. <laughs> they're,
2: they're French. We what don't need security <laughs> guards. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the line.
4: You know what happened? All the security guards got laid off. <laughs>
2: there you go. Well, they actually,
1: they became unionized and they had to take Yeah, a break. that too. Yeah.
4: They, they went on strike. <laughs> they're,
1: so being, I, they're being manned by Gungans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
4: Misa, no liking this. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: So I just, I that whole, yeah, I agree with that. The the wide open space, the fact that, you know, even even towards the end of the episode, is, is Kanan is driving again through the city in the open streets out in the middle of nowhere. Well, he's on that one highway that goes out right, in the middle of the Right, that goes in the, the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And we don't see him at all. I mean, I'm talking about from an Imperial standpoint. I mean, are you kidding me? Nah. We you not got ships
0: flying all over the city and nobody think? recognizes that there's a... What's great uh, is uh, when you only have one major highway system going in and out of a city, it's really easy to staff that with guards. Right. And because choke that's, point the thing. That's, that's the road people are going to use. Right. <laughs> like I just I don't get...
2: They, they took every available personnel and put them all in them TIE Fighters to defend the planet. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's what they did. Because that's <laughs> where Bob was complaining about there's no TIE Fighters in space because they're all on, on the planet. Yeah,
1: there you go. I, I, I and all the TIE fighters were on the planet. Right. We just can't shoot to save our soul.
2: And it took everybody to fly one of them.
1: Yeah.
4: That is so sad. So, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like. So, how about know?
1: inside the city? The battle inside the city of Hera, trying to get to a sewer grate in order to escape. Mm-hmm. I mean, first off, was that a crazy storyline? I mean, I thought that was a little like. Far like who cares? Kind of almost yeah. storyline. Like,
2: well, that, that's the only way they were able to escape before is through the sewers.
1: Right, I get that, but I mean, part of me said, I don't know. It just didn't seem that important. You know what I mean? Like, other than Hera is going to get captured, which we could have done in a completely different way. And I just, I don't know. Did
0: they could have been in a it,
4: previously on Rebels, Hera got captured. Right, they stretched I
0: mean, out the whole episode to be to filler to just right. okay, it's a big long chase. But the tension, there was no tension, you know? It's like, I pretty much knew she was probably going to be captured by the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: and, and that that poor astromech droid that was defending this pilot. (laughs) Yeah! He gets killed or gets shot up and all that, and what do they do? They take his radar dish off. And give it to Chopper. Yeah. He might might be
0: okay. He might still be able to call for help, so let's take the one thing he could use to call for help and really just have him suffer
2: here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they got this armored... Uh, transport thing. Why didn't you just throw yeah. in that and take that away? You know? Well I was the
1: thing, like? You made a valid point. Too Gary. logical. Rocks right there, right? And they're, and you're like jump in the transport and drive away. But no, they had to try to run away. Yeah. yeah. And you have got a transport sitting right in front of you. You could have jumped in and tried to drive away. Yeah. Yeah. Too and logical like, because you know what? You're There's, armored. You're armored, okay. and you, and you got guns.
4: The stormtrooper who was on Facebook earlier was going to wake up yeah. and hit you in the head. Yeah. When he was and, on Empire it
1: was, book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it re- it really is. The only way I can describe Rebels is it's written by a very inexperienced kid who thinks they know what action scenes and what a, a, a action movie should be. Oh, yeah, so, so, and so it's all these very surface, very base ideas of a chase scene or of a of an action scene, and don't understand no any depth.
1: sort of tactic, military no. tactic oh, yeah. at
0: all whatsoever. Oh. So so Austin wrote it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, even, yeah. Not, even, not even military tactic, but logic. Ta- logical tactic. Yeah. Jump yeah. in a vehicle rather than run on foot. Right, 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 right. Uh, you know, don't stand around and walk slowly somewhere. Run somewhere. It's like it doesn't hide behind a crate and the stormtrooper doesn't peer around the edge of the crate. He walks facing the wrong direction so you can jump up behind him and choke him out. It's like all these things that are happening or are just a
1: stormtrooper like- that stands up to shoot Hera and doesn't hear the astromech droid flying up behind yeah. him to hit him in yeah. the head yeah
2: okay why would the walker step off the right the sword yeah. I'm sure his his
1: his I'm sure they told him whatever you do don't, don't step off this yeah. grate and what does he do the first
0: second he gets a chance he steps off the grate right. <sighs> or or the amazing rebel pilot who can dodge laser blasts
2: yeah the, the, the yeah
0: he Damn literally Neo. ducked left, ducked right. <laughs> he took the red pill, maybe. not the blue pill. Whoa. <laughs> cool maybe, beans.
1: Maybe he's cool yeah, beans. Cool beans. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. Cool beans, man. Three. Maybe he's got some force powers we didn't know about, you know. Maybe he's the future He's the kid that picked the berm up. That's no, that's that yeah. doesn't work. This, is, this is thirty <laughs> years before that. Well yeah. it doesn't matter. It's okay. No. Yeah, okay. you know Marvel's everything's right. messed yeah. up in the Marvel
4: um, wow, Marvel.
1: Marvel Universe, uh, Marvel Universe. Okay. All right, yeah.
0: Well, now we're really crossing streams. Cool beans, cool beans. <laughs>
4: Same franchise, Disney. We're good.
0: So <laughs> it just disappoints me because you can't watch these mo- these shows for.
4: For what could Could be intrinsic
0: value. Crafty filming. I remember how we were noting that there were these amazing sequences and shots being done at the end of Clone Wars during, especially some of those extra episodes, the visuals, the lighting, the approach to how they were doing things. I was like, these are cool. Right. And now it's so far in between that we get a moment like that. It's like they're really lazy right now. I mean, it's just very lazy and it's like, depressing how lazy they've gotten all of a sudden i wonder how many times if you read these scripts and counted out the words how many times does it say so and so runs away because that seems to be like 90 percent of their tactic as well let's run somewhere run 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 Run. shoot then run run. shoot run right oh i know what it is it's the seagulls song Run, (laughs) run run
1: run run You got a backpack Well, you are right. Yeah, there it is. That's what it is. Yep, Seagulls yep. wrote the whole whole season of Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. We figured it out, people. That's where we've been wrong all this time. So we should be thinking like that song. Mm. <laughs> so I, I guess, I mean, I think we've
0: pretty much nailed everything here that we can talk well, about. Let's I see. So Kanan goes back. Else? We didn't talk about him almost hitting the imaginary wolf. I'm not even That's sure what to think of the wolves in this episode. I don't know. They're what stupid the and point? dumb. They, need they the just wings. show up. Here's the thing I feel like the wolves are. Well, we want to seem deep and mystical, <laughs> so there's a wolf in the middle of the road, and it's got a message for him. What does it mean? It, right, like, and the message is doom. Doom. Okay, we know that's his name. Like, let
1: it go. Like, And then he's, didn't he at one point says, I get it, or something like that? He's like,
0: I know what I have to do. Right. Oh, you do? Great, tell us. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. we're, we're wondering about these wolves for an entire season, so it's like they, they want to well, stretch it out and stretch part, it out and stretch out. Part of it me out. says it's a
1: mid-season finale, so they had to create some sort of, like, Cliffhanger. And I think that's, like, the cliffhanger they were trying to create. The thing is, I didn't buy it. Like, I don't buy that cliffhanger. Like, I'm not going, ooh, i got to find out what the wolf meant. Mm-hmm. I'm not. And, and when we get, end the episode, I wanted to, like, stick my finger up there and go, let me pick the wolf's and nose. Here's the like, I pro- didn't care about the wolf. <laughs> here's like, seriously, I didn't.
0: The, the wolves, <laughs> the usage of the wolves, the usage of the mysticness of things, mm-hmm. they haven't set up any ground rules for it. No. Nope. So now it's a carte blanche, we got to get ourselves out of something throw the wolf in. It can just appear there now because it's, it's okay. We can do that. Just It can show up and it can just answer things or give hints. It's
2: the it, sonic screwdriver.
0: Yeah, it really is the sonic screwdriver. It's their droids. Here, it's just too much. Here, wolfy sonic screwdriver.
4: It's their droids.
0: No, it's not even
2: droids. You the, know, droids, the
4: Cla- Clone Wars had the droids and whenever they needed an episode they just threw the droids in there. Their wolves are their droids.
2: No, no, no. no. I disagree. No. I, I actually am curious about the the wolves I was absolutely no interest in... the droids <laughs> whatsoever.
4: Hey, they were funny at some point. Matter of oh, fact, Gary's
2: hoping we see
1: that stupid droid out in space at some point, time.
4: <laughs>
2: just, just in... Uh, uh, just
1: passing by.
2: <laughs> whatever the, the last movie comes that comes out. You yeah. know? Just have the Millennium Falcon fly in and have a droid just bounce off of it. Yeah. In hyperspace. That'd be awesome.
1: I agree with you. Just to make the reference that yeah. the droid was out there all that time right. and it's now gone. Uh, you know.
0: So I guess... I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Well, Hera's captured. Hera's captured. Um, I mean, the whole episode is they try to bomb a factory. They get blown out of the sky. They, they fail miserably. Hera tries to escape the city. Her partner and, the, and Chopper, Chopper escape. Chopper She gets caught by one of those, whatever they're called. I can't remember the names. of The, the, the guy, Nogri. The, the Nogri. And Kanan has a run-in with a mystical wolf. Right. There's the entire
1: That's episode. That's the entire episode. And it's sad that we can sum that up in about... One sentence.
2: And, and again, they, they leave a heroic character to die. Just like the alien pilot one.
1: <laughs> The queen of spiders? The right. queen of the spiders, yeah. <laughs> He's still waiting for that character to come back. Eric summed it up. I don't know what else to say. So we're going to rate this one, I guess, and, and give your thoughts, I guess, as best you can about it. Uh, zero being a don't bother, ten being a must-see. Anybody want to go first, or should I go three. first this time? Okay, three, Eric. Wow, that was pretty quick. And this is
0: why. Because okay. I always say, okay, here's my criteria. Is it a must-see? Does right. it connect the last one to the next one? Is there important plot points we needed to see? There was not a single important plot point in this that couldn't be summed up in a five-minute scene. Right. The entire episode could have been an attack with a crash and someone being captured. Right. I mean, that's they, they padded that out to a 28-whatever-minute episode of just boringness and predictability and bad blocking and timing and and, and story beats that are just convenient for them to throw in maybe it's all heading somewhere those of you who have seen the finale maybe it's awesome maybe great things happen i don't know but right now not, it just
1: doesn't feel like i'm that. not
0: excited to see it i'm right. kind of like well i can't wait till these last six episodes are done so i'm finished and right. that's a horrible place to be so, <laughs> so for I'm me right finished. <laughs> for, for me right now i'm at three
1: <laughs> okay i guess i'll go next I-, I was actually gonna give it a four <laughs> um didn't think i'd be over you but yeah it's it's not a must see that's why it's under a five uh there's some, like I said, there's some cool shots occasionally with the, with the the fighters coming out of the sky. I thought a couple of the attacks, uh, uh, you know, the the space battle
0: parts of it were okay. That they, there, they blew all their energy in the first
1: five minutes. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, it was, there were some cool moments there, but that was about all we got out of that. There were even some awkward moments where it felt like the ship in front was moving, but the ships behind were stationary so i think rotating in a weird way. right rotating in a real way so it's almost like they tried to play with camera angles to make it look like they were flying and moving but maybe they foobarred that part up or like the computer misangled it i'm not sure what happened there but something weird happened and if i can catch that i'm not a cinematographer i can only imagine somebody would awesomely would rip that apart i'm sure
2: i I think what happened was they never uh made the two tie fighters behind the defender like uh, moving removing it all.
1: Right. So that gave the stationary <clears throat> look to right. the to them and
0: therefore the defender looked like it was rotating. Right. Um so was, there there were some weird shots like that. Uh, I think both pilots just agreed at the same time and said, "Let's try rotating. That's a good trick." <laughs> 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 Let's try air brake. That's a good trick. <laughs> um <Air break>. So,
1: <laughs> so yeah, you know, old, old Bugs Bunny cartoon remember this? Yeah. And so I just uh, the storyline was just so bland and blah and boring and, like, you could have even played up the love story between Hera and Kanan and you didn't even do that. So I just – I don't know. It just felt like it was lacking in a lot of things. And, again, if this was a midseason finale, if I would have been watching this live, I would have been really disappointed. Like, that's it? That's all you got for me? I don't know if I would have come back at the midseason and watched the rest of it. If we weren't doing a podcast I mean, about I mean, it, here's their thing. the thing: that you
0: see the ships crashing, it's supposed to be this big dramatic moment. All right, we got to go. Yep, We're let's walk away. The... At least have Kanan be like, "I can sense she's still alive, right? Something, some sort of connection." We didn't even get that. He just is like, "I'm going to walk away with you," or and then even, I'll change my Or even just doing powers.
1: the ridiculous thing of like running at them, going "No!" screaming or something. Pull the Anakin out, you know? I mean, like, get some I, energy, get yeah, some emotion, something. I don't know. It just wasn't there. Gary, what, what would you rate this one?
2: I'm with Eric. The three. Three. Just a three, not a three? not Just a three.
1: Not even an energetic yeah, they three. don't get an interject. <laughs> ouch.
2: No. Okay. And, and like like Eric said, they blew their whole budget in the first five minutes of it. Which wasn't even great. Right. right? But still, it was just, Well, the, the budget, just thrown. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Governor Price was pretty good in it, too. It wasn't bad. Uh, yeah. Especially when she shot her. You know, like, Best part. Yeah, button. at the end. That was, yeah. like, my favorite moment. <laughs> yeah. <coughs>
1: Oh, good to see you! (laughs) Stunning hair, all
2: right. And and they lost a lot of points because they left the the heroic droid. (laughs) It left behind.
0: Uh, The droid was so trying to save its its pilot, and that was (laughs) awesome. Tara, what would you rate this one?
4: One. Cool.
0: Okay,
1: what was the worst part? Everything. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Was there any good part of this? Like, was anything? I mean,
4: someone kind of half died, (laughs) but not really.
1: The droid are you talking about? No, I'm not talking about the droid. The droid droid I feel for.
4: The droid I feel for. I'm talking about Hera. Oh. I wanted Hera to just get shot in the face. She didn't. She did. She got stunned. Stunned is not the same thing as shot.
0: So all of your review ratings... Are based, <laughs> <on> are, based <laughs> upon, are based on. Did any, anyone that is considered a major character that everyone likes get killed or hurt? <laughs> no. Well, I think she's about to be happy in oh, a yeah, she, while. Yep,
2: yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know that for a fact, and I'm just.
4: Oh yeah, you already told me. I'm so yeah, excited to see yeah. that episode.
1: So anyway, I don't want to give anything away for those who haven't seen it or haven't seen the spoilers on Facebook yet. So, uh, wow, I don't know what to say with the rest of this episode other than. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this particular episode of Star Wars Rebels. Head on over to GalaxyCast.com. Email us at GalaxyCast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Find us on YouTube. Let us know what you thought. Did you feel differently than we did? I mean, I would love to hear. Are there really people out there that think these things are me? Am- like, this episode was amazing because I just didn't feel it. And if it is, somebody's got to convince me of that. I keep hearing all these people raving about Star Wars Rebels online right now. And I don't know if that's because the season just ended and everybody wants it to come back. But I'm kind of like, really? What were you raving about? Because there's nothing so far that I'm, like, sitting here going, this was awesome. And I can't believe I'm saying that because I wanted so bad to love Rebels from beginning to end. And it just lost it. And you know what's really amazing? Because of the way we're ending here with this show as we're moving into these final six episodes, it's making Clone Wars look better. Mm -hmm. Clone Wars was Well, Clone Wars had its moments. We've talked about that. There were great episodes and really terrible ones. But it's actually making the terrible ones
0: actually look a little bit better
4: That's compared
0: true. to these 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 episodes. They had know. the benefit of, you know, characters from the major motion pictures. Sure. Though, as being to help major, them out as bolster. But they've the tried film. that in this show too. They've had Lando. They've had Leia. They yeah, had, but only as bit parts. It's true. never been like the main characters true, in the, the rebel the draw, ship right. are Obi-Wan and Anakin, Anakin yeah. and, you know, okay, like we don't have that. This show
4: has been on for like five seasons now or something like that. Four? 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 I have no emotional connection to of these characters. I think think the most emotional connected character I have is Chopper.
1: Which is going to be interesting as we move into the last six episodes. Will it matter? Uh, You know, I don't know. I don't know if that'll matter.
3: (laughs) Okay, so those were our
1: thoughts, and we'd love to hear from you, and as we like to say here in the Star Production Studios, May the Force be with those who listen
2: to Shatterpoints and Daily. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast.
0: We hope you enjoyed this show. Were it not for you, our loyal listeners, this show would not exist. We appreciate your
1: time and want to hear from all of you, since our podcast is by fans and for fans.
2: Head on over to our website at galaxycast.com to
0: find out more about our show. Write to the show by sending an email to galaxycast at gmail.com. If you have something positive to say, use the subject line.
3: We like and use a show.
0: If you have a complaint, make your subject line. You failed me for the last time.
1: And look for the Galaxy Cast on social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and other media soon to come. Carry on, Wayward Travelers. Warp factor two. First star to the left. Straight on till morning.